This little video clip is of Michael Ellis discussing free shaping when we train with markers and why we use luring versus free shaping in our training DVDs. The video also has a very short talk on why it's important to train positions in a specific manner and in a specific order. Luring and training positions are chapters in our three-hour and 45-minute video that I just released with Michael, titled The Power of Training Dogs with Food. If you're interested in taking one of Michael's short courses at his school in California, you can find information on class structure, the courses that are offered, and their costs at his website, michaelellisschool.com. Yes. So pure shaping, one of the problems with the free shaping, and free shaping is basically Nika. like where we... Ignore, we, please. Yeah, everybody. Nika, yes! Is where we basically reward uh, approximations onto the towards the behavior that we want, right? So if I was going to teach my dog to lay down, I would just Nika. take some food and I would, yes, reward, yes, reward, yes, reward. Now my dog's conditioned to their sound, and I would wait for them to do something approximating a down. Maybe they bow, or maybe they flop over, and I reward that, right? And then gradually, I get the dog starting to say, well, what I, was I doing last time I was doing this? I reward it again and again and again, and I just wait for them to offer the next step. So maybe the dog bent over or did something, right? So we're, shit, we're taking little pieces and rewarding little pieces on towards the dog finding it. And the thing about free shaping is when the dog finally figures out what the end piece is, it's a very strong behavior. The dog really gets it, and they figured out they did it on their own, so they came to the conclusion themselves. The problem is it takes forever and the other problem is that frequently, in rewarding the intermediate steps, if we get stuck anywhere and reward one of the intermediate steps a few times too many, the dog gets stuck there, and they think, this is it. And if it's a rock over on your hip laid down, or it's a crawl forward down, then going back and shaping the correct down after that can take you a really long time. So what we do by luring is we set up the circumstances, and then I can, I can wait the dog out at a certain point. But if I've shown my dog how to down a hundred times exactly the way I want, then I put the dog in that position and I can wait to see if they offer it. But I basically prime them so that the first time they offer it, they're going to offer it the way I want them to offer it. So then I can go, yeah, that was it. Boom, boom, boom. So the, Do you wait to put it on cue until it's exactly what you want? Yes. So um, there's a, a, a world caliber agility trainer in this neck of the woods, actually, Ann Brow, I think, and Cindy's... Uh, uh, trains with her, and I think she, what she, the concept she says is, uh, don't name it until you love it. <laughs> and I, I like that. That's a great concept. That's a great way of putting it, right? Mm -hmm. Make sure that it's the way you want, then put it on cue. And then the first time they hear that sound, they're going to do it exactly the way you want, and you're sure of it, right? And, and we'll stay at a luring stage a little longer than if it were. If it were a pet dog, and I just want them to lay down, and I don't care exactly how they lay down, then I'll do more of the other part. I'll let them discover it. I'll, I don't care so much. I'll put the cue in sooner. I'll wait for them to offer sooner. But I don't want the sloppiness for a competitive dog. I want to make sure that they're doing it. Because I head off so many problems down the road if I teach these things right in the first place. If I teach the dog mechanically to lay down a certain way, to stand a certain way, to sit a certain way, later on that action is incompatible with a lot of things that we run into that are problematic. Like lots of people teach their dog to down from a sit by luring down and forward. That dog is coming forward into that. So if the dog was sitting right now and she lured the dog down and f into a down, the dog would have kept their butt down and their shoulder would have come forward into the down. So when we teach the down initially, we always teach it from a stand first where the dog folds straight down. And once we've got the down from a stand perfectly, and the dog will do uh, 
a down from a stand, and we'll do a kick out stand from a sit. The final one we teach the dog is actually the down from the sit, which is the hardest one, because it's two actions on the dog's part. If this is the dog's back, and this is the dog's front legs, and I want them to down from a sit, they literally, for their shoulder to stay on the same plane, they literally have to slide their rear end backwards and drop their shoulder. For them to down and not move forward, they have to move their rear end and then drop. So it's two actions. So if you'd like to watch some of the free streaming videos that I have on my website, you can go to this web address now. I have a number of uh, free streaming training videos and then a number of product videos also.